Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Three, two, one. Right, ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Commissioner Cooper, and it's time for TSS Fantasy. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I told you you're on delay, Nick. Just getting started. Hey, we got a big show tonight, guys. We are in Tennessee. Listen, I got to give credit where credit is due. Justin, you have set us up on such an amazing ride for the summer. I do appreciate you. With that said, we got a busy show. Let's start the introductions. Welcome to the studio, Justin Jesus Arena. Yes, sir. And uh, you and me have been driving this tour bus all around. So, you know, mad props to you and mad props to you, Nick, for coming on this mission with me and, you know, believing in this idea because at some point I was like scratching this down. I was like, oh, man, these guys are going to think I'm crazy going four days a week, <laughs> especially in the offseason. But once again, glad to be here. It's the fantasy show of the people. And as always, I am pumped to get going on Monday. Justin, it's not us that thinks we're crazy four days a week. That would be the missus. Let's welcome into the studio, <laughs> Nick, you got Flander and Macaronis. Hey, thank you. Thank you for having me back. Uh, it's hard to follow that intro, so I'm not even going to try. So uh, I've been off for, for a little while, been doing a little remodel of the house. But uh, you know what? I'm I'm back and I'm getting ready to get it going. He's it looks back. great, Nick. It looks great. It really does. Look at look at that. <laughs> I mean, this guy's chilling. He's ready. This to is go my party deck. This is the big money he gets paid for TSS. That's what it's all about. Hey guys, like I said, we're in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. Oh man, I'm so excited. This is my home away from home. We got Michael Bishop from the Power Hour and RJ Ellison from the AFC South Fan Battle Podcast as well. We're going to go over some fun stuff tonight, the Titans Outlook. We got some trivia and some fantasy prospects. If you're watching us on YouTube tonight, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We have a contest going. All you got to do is hit subscribe. You're entered to win a signed Justin Jefferson jersey 
by pristineauction.com. It's all wrapped in paper, ready to go. He is ready to send it out. July 4th, we'll be pulling for that. All you got to do is hit subscribe. You're automatically entered to win. Go to tssfantasy.com, of course. We got all our great stuff in there, including the roundtable. Get exclusive content, uh, including rankings from our man, Greg OJ, the Juice is Loose Mayor, and some great articles. We're going to have some fun um, episodes in there as well, so you want to check that out. Also, don't forget we're doing the show on your fantasy league, so you'll want to check that out as well. That is a lot of fun. I think we got the promo running tonight, so we'll talk about that a little later. Something that, if again, take your fantasy league up to the next level. Um, definitely want to do that. Also, don't forget, if you are going to play fantasy this year, get on Underdog Fantasy and use the promo code TSS. We're going to double that deposit up to $100 not only that, we're going to have all these cool contests this year. It's going to include the money that we got put in on it. And we're going to include some other goodies in there as well. Compliments of TSS. Guys, do you know why we do that? I'm not even asking. I'm going to tell you because we are the fantasy show of the people. All right, guys. We, <laughs> we got a busy night tonight. The doc actually came all the way to Tennessee to talk about Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill. Let's hear it. Look, I'm a doctor, not an escalator. Spock, give me a hand. The doctor is in. The summer tour continues. We are now in the smoky top mountains of Tennessee. Dr. Miller, welcome to the studio, sir. Thank you very much. Excited to be in Tennessee with you, my friend. We are excited as well. We got a busy show tonight. So let's get your house call started. Speaking of well, we weren't speaking of, but just talking about the King of Kings, essentially, I guess because we were both in that wrestling background. Speaking of the guy, the man, I mean, basically, I get told all offseason, man, why would you put Derrick Henry number one? Man, he was proving it before the big injury to his foot. Let's talk about him real quick and his percent to the bench for this upcoming season. That was an awesome Triple H reference. <laughs> <laughs> just saying um if any of our listeners are not wrestling fans that is a triple h reference from decades ago i love it so as i recall you had derrick henry first in one of your drafts last season correct i did yeah, yes, and sir. what a great choice because if you look at his five seasons prior to last year he missed something like two games collectively so this is a back that was producing every single year and I want to highlight that, you know, he's 28, he's an older back, but he still has productive days ahead. The last time we talked about him was last season with his Jones fracture. The Jones fracture is a fracture of the small bone in the outside of your foot. And to kind of reinforce his toughness and grittiness as a back, he played a couple of snaps on this broken foot. So he did end up getting a surgery, missed, I think it was nine games last season. But he's back. This should not affect him this season at all. And again, when you look at his previous five seasons to last year, a collective two games, I expect him on the field. 30% to the bench. Whew, 30% to the bench. I make, listen, 
I had him number one last year, got ripped up about it. Oh, Christian McCaffrey, oh, it's this and that. Bottom line was, we talked about it, consistency is key. There's no better consistent person than Derrick Henry. You'll see him again, number one for sure, no doubt about it. All right, let's go to the QB position. Somebody used to uh, play for America's team, Brian Tannehill, um, has proven to be pretty decently durable uh, for the Titans. But let's bring it up. You know, you never know. A lot of injuries, you know, during the season. And if the QB goes down, the whole ship goes down at that point. Although they do have a young back in the in in waiting at this point. But tell me, sir, your percent to the bench for Mr. Ryan Tannehill. I think he did a beautiful job of setting that up. So if we look at his 10 seasons or so, he's missed time in only three of those seasons. And he hasn't missed any time since 2019. His major injury was in his days in Miami where he had the ACL injury. But, you know, it's been five years and he's been playing on it since. There's no reason to think that's going to create any lingering problems. Add those two things to the fact that if he goes down, he knows Malik Willis is sitting there right behind him. Like you said, the QB in waiting and his days under center and Tennessee may be over. So I think he's motivated. I think he's healthy. We're going to go 15 percent to the bench at 15% to the bench for Ryan Tannehill. Listen, I mean, good running mobility. Um, you know, and again, if you have a Derek healthy Derrick Henry, although he has lost weapons, he, you might see Ryan Tannehill be a decent play for you. I know last year he was the sneaky dark horse guy, unfortunately did not live up to expectations last season. However, could be see a little resurgence this year. If Derrick Henry, of course is healthy. All right, Dr. Miller, I appreciate you joining us today. I, this is my home away from home, Tennessee. Absolutely love it. Hope you enjoyed it. And we will see you tomorrow on our next stop. Yeah, then, my friend. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Oh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. All right. Well, you heard it from the doc. I mean, Derek Henry, the beast, will be back, and he will definitely be Number one in my rankings. Yes, go ahead, sir, before we bring our guests in. Uh, next, when we see Doc next, we should ask him about Robert Woods, too. I want to know about the torn ACL. 
Yeah, well, that, that that was yes. You're, I agree. My bad on that. Actually, um, you know, when I went to do my research today, I was like, "Dang, I missed that one." <laughs> yeah, we'll but, get him. We'll get him again. Next time, my bad on that. We'll talk about Robert Woods for sure. All right, we got our guests waiting. Let's bring them in. All right, Nick has got some uh, technical issues going on, but let's bring our guest in. We're gonna play the little warm up video. We're gonna bring him in. Let's get the Tennessee Titans. Wish that I was on old Rocky Top down in the Tennessee hills. Ain't no smoggy smoke on Rocky Top, ain't no telephone bills. Once I had a girl on Rocky Top, half fair the other half cat. While as a mink but sweet eyes soda pop, I still dream about that. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. All right, that might have went a little long, my bad. But man, if you're not saying yeehaw when that something's wrong with you, let's welcome in the studio first from the Power Hour, Michael Bishop. Welcome in, my friend. Commissioner Justner, thank thank you very much for having me on the show tonight. Very excited to talk football with y'all. Absolutely. Never too early, and especially for you guys to talk Titans football indeed. RJ Ellison from the AFC South Fan Battle Podcast. Welcome, my friend, to the studio. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, I'm always a pleasure to be on anybody's podcast talking about my team. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I hear you on that. Brandon Galloway, also, my friend, welcome to the studio. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing? All right, all right. Hola, Nada tonight. We are in for Tennessee Titans football. Let's break it down real quick. We'll talk about the outlook for the 2022 season. Uh, free agency-wise, you guys added Austin Hooper and Robert Woods, the aforementioned by Justin, obviously coming off the injury. Um, but we'll see. It looks like he's on pace for week one as it looks so far. Losses, I can't even pronounce the um, the tackle you lost. David, it looks like Quisenberry. My my writing is horrible, so apparently that's what I wrote. Jalen Brown, you lost as uh, the linebacker. And obviously, A.J. Brown, that was the big, obviously, departure from the team. Added in the draft, Traylon Burks to obviously to replace, hopefully, A.J. Brown. Um, he had tackle, I guess, to replace uh, David Quisenberry, Nicholas McReady, and again, quarterback Malik Willis to get on the nip Healy, get nipping on the heels of Ryan Tannehill. So go ahead and mess up again. Um, 12 and 5 last year, AFC South champs. Um, we, and look, 23 and 10 in the last two seasons. Unfortunately, though, zero postseason su- success. Um, O-line last year ranked fifth against the rush, 23rd against the pass, defensively second against rush yards allowed, and 25th against pass yards allowed. Um, no, Like I said, no postseason success, unfortunately. And you guys um, on offense last year, you were 15th in points scored throughout the league. So pretty decent still with the Derrick Henry injury. 11-6 and six is my prediction this year for you guys. I do see taking a little bit of a step back, um, just a tiny bit, um, due to, again, losing some weapons. But we shall see. Who cares what I think? 
Let's get to the guests because that's what we really want to hear. Michael, give me your outlook for the 2022 season for the Titans. Where do you see them finishing this year? Well, with this year, I see the Titans do take a step back, but not by a whole lot. I think they lose one game less than they won last year, but this is still a team that's going to compete in the AFC. Even with teams building all around them, I still think Tennessee added by comparison. Yes, they lost Julio Jones. Yes, they lost A.J. Brown. But in comparison, Traylon Burks is a young, ready receiver to step into the to fill in that position. Robert Woods is coming off an ACL tear, but he is looking very good from what we've seen in the OTAs. And adding the addition of Austin Hooper at tight end is something that Tennessee desperately needed moving forward. And I'm very excited to see what Chigo Kongwo, the fourth-round tight end drafted, will bring to the team as well. Oh, I'm glad you said it because there was no way I was going to even try to pronounce that, my brother, Antia. RJ, what do you think, my friend, and what's your outlook for the 2022 season for them? Uh, the first thing I'm going to say is that the Titans will be very, very highly disrespected going into this season. They're going to use this, you know, put with a chip on their shoulder. Uh, they're going to be around 11 or 12, 11 or 12 wins again. Um, I will say that people are very, very sleep on this defense. This defense will lock people down next year, I promise. You know, we have we have we we revamped our secondary. We're bringing back the defensive line that that gave a lot of people problems. And we we to me we have the best safety duo in the league, Amari Hooker and, and Kevin Byard, which I have Kevin Byard jersey on right now. Um, <laughs> also, you know, on offense, I, I feel like the offense is going to get better as the season goes. Now it may start off a little slow because they're still trying to figure things out, and we may uh, end up in some early losses. But when the Titans get rolling, they're going to get rolling. So uh, I got around 11 or 12 wins. RJ, it ain't hard to figure it out. Give it to <laughs> Henry and say less. Yeah. Brandon, what, what do you say, my friend? What's your outlook for the Titans 2022 season? I'm going to be honest. I'm not completely optimistic, to be honest with you. Um, I, I am in a, I'm on a wait-and-see approach, uh, specifically with the offense. You know, I am – it, everybody knows it's Derrick Henry a bust, but the problem is, is that whenever we had to pass the ball a lot, it just doesn't work out well for us. You know, and that's just kind of where it is. We are a big play offense in the passing game. We need them 10 yarders to go a long way, and that's what um, that's what A.J. Brown brought to the table. So now that A.J. is gone, now we're looking at a situation where we're relying on a rookie, and then, um, you know, Robert Woods coming off of his injury, and Hooker to get, you know, acclimated to the offense. And then we got a, you know, we brought in a new offensive coordinator, assistant type deal that's going to help with the play calling. So I think there are a lot of question marks. I do agree with the defense. I think the defense is still going to apply pressure to the quarterback. The question is going to be on the back end with the defense. And um, we'll see that. I think the linebackers will be fine. But the biggest deal is going to be the offense. I think we will fly under the radar. I don't think a lot of people will take us seriously, regardless of how good we play or how good we finish, until we get into the playoffs and actually make some noise. Right now, I'm even skeptical. As a big, as a huge fan of the Titans for, for many, many years, I'm even skeptical what what may happen in the playoffs. Um, to have everything that aligned the way that it did last season and for it to end like it did, I really do think would probably. I mean, I guess you can. Um, you know, it's a balance of you feel like if we took a step backwards on offense versus forward. But the bottom line is, we still got the same guy throwing the ball. So we we need we need him to play well. We need him to be the man in those type of spots because if not then regardless of what we do in the regular season it's gonna be uh you know it's gonna be bad because 
the last two playoff games that I've seen the Titans play, Derrick Henry has been almost shut down for both of them. So, you know, we have to be able to pass the ball. And if we can't do that, then it's going to be an early exit. Yeah, listen, as Brent, as a Dolphins fan, I know that you are a true fan when you are skeptical. Believe me, trust in that. Justin, my brother, what do you say? What's your prediction for this Titans team? I got them around 10, 11 wins. Like, RJ kind of has them in that range. Um, I like the... I like the addition of Robert Woods because it kind of gives them more of a slot game. You know, Nick Westbrook-Akina, he's a nice piece, but you still got to develop him a little bit more. Um, on the outside, you replace Traylon Burks with A.J. Brown, almost entirely the same person. I mean, Traylon Burks is two inches taller, and, you know, A.J. Brown is a little bit faster. But, you know, they kind of both fill that same role of being a good deep threat. Um, if you look at Traylon Burks' tape, he doesn't look super fast, but he beats people to the house all the time. So, I mean, that's got to be exciting. Um, so you can keep your same offense. You can kind of feel like almost like you've upgraded a little bit by getting Robert Woods in there in that slot position. And then I agree with you guys. I think the secondary is really going to be the key. I think it's not as much the safeties. I think it's the corners. I mean, you've got Caleb Farley, who's kind of been injury prone. You know, he came into his uh, rookie season injury prone. And then, you know, you've got Roger McCreary, who looks like he could be a very solid two. But, you know, only time will tell. He's kind of like a little bit on the shorter end. Uh, he's known to be a, a good, like, upfront press physical type corner. But, you know, who knows um, if that'll end up working with his shorter stature going up against, you know, some of the bigger um, receivers in the NFL. Uh, overall, though, I re- you got to love that you're in the South. You know, you got the Jaguars and the Texans. So, you know, you can almost handle, you know, four games, chalk them up almost. I mean, obviously, I know I'm a true fan of 49ers. I never just chalk up wins. But, you know, you can almost be like, all right, I'll, I'll chill out today. I'll be fine on the pressure. But, um, you know, I you got to love the, um, you know, they're in that situation. Then, you know, Tannehill, I'm a fan of Tannehill. You know, a lot of people have been kind of off on him. I mean, this dude, he does whatever it takes to win. I mean, did he, you know, try and do too much in that Cincinnati Bengals playoff game? Yes, way too much with the passing game. But, you know, he's had seven touchdowns rushing in the past two seasons, so he's highly adaptable. And when he was without Derrick Henry last year, he was the QB 12. So he was still a QB 1 in fantasy. You know, he's a good guy. He, he knows what he's doing. He's a veteran out there, and, you know, Coming from that Arthur Smith um, realm, he's kind of developed into a decent quarterback. Uh, so, I mean, overall, I don't know if you guys are going to win many playoff games with him as your quarterback, but, you know, I'm a 49 fan. We won playoff games with Jimmy Garoppolo. That give me hope. <laughs> yeah, I've seen, I've seen Ryan Tannehill. I was down here with my son in, and watched him against Houston break the NFL record for the most completions in the game. The kid has it in him to do good things. No doubt about it. Nick, real quick, you got a prediction on the season. Uh, I'm right in line with everybody else. Uh, I'm just waiting to see if Tennessee is going to tighten up this year. Uh, so uh, I think you guys you guys should take the division. Uh, you, got, you got the most experience. Uh, the only team that you really have to contend with is Indianapolis. And, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say it against you guys, but I hope he's a better uh, player than Carson Wentz was last year. Holy crap. Kivy B. Jackson. So uh, your your nemesis is not in your not in your division. Your nemesis is Buffalo. So if you get through through Buffalo, and again, you guys are going to be okay because you 
the the offense will always run through Derrick Henry until those until those receivers are proven to where they can stretch the field. They're just going to crowd crowd the box. Excuse me. They're going to crowd crowd the box, and then that's when uh, Tannehill's got to get rid of it quickly. And uh, I think Austin Hooper. I don't think he's that much of an upgrade over Fersker. I thought Fersker was going to do something bigger last year. He didn't really do much of anything. And then Hooper wouldn't do anything in, in Cleveland. So so they dumped him for uh, Njoku. Hopefully in this system, Hooper pans out for you. But, again, I, I think you'll, you guys have 11 to 12 wins, and I think you're going to take the division. A lot of weapons on this Titans team for sure. Guys, real quick, because we got to get to trivia, I'm just going to go round robin. Just give me the best game on the Titans schedule. Mike, we'll start with you. Really, the best game starts out at week two. It's the Buffalo matchup on Monday Night Football. That's really going to be the first test Tennessee's going to stand up against. Buffalo's licking their chomps. They want to get some revenge over the last couple of years. Tennessee's definitely going to have their hands full, but the defense is going to really make it an interesting matchup. RJ, what you got? Oh uh, no, I'm I'm kind of torn between Cincinnati and Philadelphia. I uh, I want AJ. I want I want to smack AJ Brown. <laughs> I'm ready to hit him, man. He's he talking crazy, man. And the Cincinnati Bengals, they were talking crazy after they won that playoff game, man. They were talking like like we were scared of them. I'm like, nah, dude, we were shooting ourselves in the foot in the whole game, and we still almost won. Like, come on, man. <laughs> hey, RJ's ready to suit up for Indeed. Oh, I think he is. Brandon, what you what you got for this uh, for the schedule? What's your favorite game? Yeah, favorite game is I. I'm really looking forward to the Cowboys coming to town. I know that's going to be just that's going to be you know a wild game at Nissan Stadium. I'm I'm excited to see the Cowboy faith for show up, and they will be there. I know. Um, uh, but I do think the biggest game on the schedule is going to be Week Two. I think that's going to be. Uh, um, and maybe not the biggest. I think all of them are pretty big at this point. But um, I think that'll be a really test. That'll, that'll be a test, you know, because early in the season it's warm. You know, people are throwing the ball more when it gets cold in the season. You know, the 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 throwing may not be as great when it gets colder. So the run game, but the beginning of the season, Buffalo at the beginning, that's gonna be that's gonna be a pretty big one on uh, on Monday night. Indeed. Week 15, I know that was the one I actually picked, uh, Brandon, was the Cowboy game. But I like week 15. You guys go to the Chargers. I like that one, too. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we got a we got a busy night and we got some trivia. I'm really going to test your knowledge tonight. So we're going to take a quick break. When we get back. <laughs> we're going to play some Family Feud Titan style. Hayden, we love fantasy football. We do. It's a fantastic game yet. Still not perfect. Like, I hate leaving high-scoring players on my bench. The worst, man. In fact, hate it even more when I put injured players and they're in my starting lineup. Can't have that. And I need a life. The waivers, the trades, every single week, it grinds on me. So, we at Underdog Fantasy want to make fantasy football easier for everyone out there. It's called Best Ball, and we set your optimal lineup for you each and every week. You can do it all year long. We have drafts going all the way from February to week one of the NFL season. What are you waiting for? Use our awesome early sign-up offer to get a little extra something on that first deposit and that first time you play on Underdog Fantasy. You put them up, reach the skies, let the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog, one time for the underdog. All right, we're about to get in on with some 
Fantasy Feud. Before we begin, just to explain a little things, Nick, actually tonight, I'm going to team you up with RJ just because you're next to him on my window screen. Brandon and Mike, you're going to be on a separate team. So just like fa- Family Feud, I'm sure you've seen it before. Well, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to, uh, excuse me, I'm going to say, I'm not going to yell. I'm going to say a question. You guys, as soon as you know the answer, shout it out. The first person to get it, if it's correct, you guys will get control of the round and you'll have three strikes until you get them all. And there'll be five for each. So pretty much just the main thing is just shout out the answer. I got no fancy buzzer or anything. With that said, let's get it on. Time to play some Fantasy Feud. Brad? Uh, Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. It's going to be a long game. <laughs> this won't be a long game tonight because this is the Titans. We got hey. Titans in the building. I did have a question, though, Cooper. Um, I know that the Titans' history isn't rich, so I don't know if you're going to be sneaky and pull out some whole uh, Oilers. That's not sneaky. That is the franchise, sir. There's nothing sneaky about it. All right, here we go. First question on the board. Top five answers on the board. Here we go. Give me the top five passing yard leaders in Titan history. McNair. Warren Moon. Warren Moon. Steve McNair was said first, and that's correct. Okay, RJ, take it. Warren Moon is also correct. So you got number one, Warren Moon, number, and you got Steve McNair at number two. Neil O'Donnell. Say that again? Am I supposed to be answering? No, you're Brandon. Brandon, you're on Michael's team. It's RJ and Nick. My bad. (laughs) <laughs> okay, okay. So okay, so me and him are answering okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got Warren Moon and Steve McNair as your two answers. No strikes. I, I don't know if Brandon answered that, but hey, good good job for your team. <laughs> <laughs> take it, RJ, take it. Keep uh, it for Ryan the steal, Tannehill. Brandon. Ryan Tannehill. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. I hope you ain't Googling. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I ain't Googling. I ain't gonna cheat. So no, no Ryan Tannehill on that list. I don't even know if my buzzer hit or not there, but yeah, the it, top it bust. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah, no Ryan Tannehill on here. He's actually pretty close, though. Believe it or not. Yeah, Commissioner, I got your buzzer going. I got the list All in right. front of me. Thank you, sir. Uh, I would say Neil O'Donnell. Neil O'Donnell. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. All right, all right, RJ. You got one. You got one strike remaining. You got you only got one and two on this list. You got three, four, and five still still on this list available. Uh, I got to go down and look at Houston Oilers or something. <laughs> like this, I'm like the rest of my Oilers. Like, uh, oh man! I wish I could help you, RJ. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Uh, I don't want the third strike. 
And I'm going back to the 60s, ain't I, man? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Chris Chandler. Chris. (laughs) I have never heard someone say so many wrong things, one after the other, consecutively in a row. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. <laughs> Brandon and Michael, uh, you guys, you you pray for Houston. You guys, I can't even believe that. You got three, four, and five on the list. By the way, Nick just sat there the whole time. I don't want to get the third strike. Crazy. You're, like, you're, you're wanting the strike. All right, Mike, Mike, and Brandon, you got a chance to steal here. You got three, four, and five on the list. Name one of them. George Blanda. George Blanda. George Blanda is number three on this list, followed by the impeccable Dan Pestorini (laughs) at uh, 16,000 yards. Marcus Mariota is number one. I was going to say Marcus. I was was thinking Marcus. I I didn't want to say it because I was like, man, I don't want to be wrong. (laughs) He was better than Chris Chandler. Anything's better than Chris Chandler. All right. Going to round two, uh, Mike and Brandon, you guys got one up. Here we go. Round two. Nate, top five answers on the board. Give me the top five leaders in receiving yards in Titan history. Derek Mason. Derek Mason, crazy enough. Wow. Am I allowed to guess again? <laughs> After Brandon and Mike. You said receiving, guy. right? Receiving yeah, yards. Receiving. Correct. Frank Wycheck? Frank Wycheck. Listen, half, oh, only one of these guys I know, bro, and that ain't one. <laughs> uh, we allowed to guess? Yeah, yeah, you're up, RJ. Uh, Ernest Gibbons. Ernest Gibbons, <laughs> numero uno. I knew you were going to say him. Yep. He's number one on this list, 7,935 yards. But good luck on the rest. All right. Oh, Lord. I was going to go rushing yards, but it was so easy in Titan history. And it's interesting to me that there you guys ain't got no name receivers anywhere. This is really interesting. I want to see this is testing your fanhood. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Good luck with that. 
There's one other guy I've heard of. That's about it. <laughs> one other guy? Yeah. <laughs> Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> one strike remaining. Listen, I, listen. Hey. I feel you on this. This is a tough one. Hey, I'm gonna throw this out here, boys. Just think Houston Oilers. Just think yeah. Houston Oilers. The only one I know of, is Ernest Givens. Yeah, most of us. Yeah, most of us Titans fans. Like, I, it makes sense. Yeah, I, 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 I started watching this team in 1999. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah. Houston, the Houston chapter. We don't really yeah. just hold on Titans. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna take a shot in the dark here. All right, all right, all right. Oh, wait, hold on, hold on. Well, RJ, it's not their turn. RJ and Nick. Yeah, RJ and Nick. Got, they wow. still got one strike left. They still got I one strike. Up. I don't know. RJ, I don't know anybody Houston Oiler wise. The only one I knew was Givens. Yeah, that was the only one I knew because he's number one. <laughs> At least our Derek Mason is on there. Hey. Give us the X. All right. Got to give it to you. I ain't hearing nothing. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> All right, Mike and Brandy got a chance to steal it again. And if you got a shot in the dark, I'm ready to hear it. Go ahead, Mike. Let's go with Drew Hill. Oh, that down, 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 down. Boom. Oh! He is number two on this list, 7,477. Number three is Kevin Burrow, 6,906 yards. Charlie Hennigan is number four, and Haywood Jeffries. That was a guy I heard of, 6,119 yards. He's number five on this list. All right, guys. Woo, man, this is getting, <laughs> getting a little tough in here. All right. Hey, All right, you guys, Mike and Brandon, you got 2-0. You take this next one. It's night-night. That's all I got to say. All right, listen. All right. This, is, this is one that stumps all of our guests. So if you know this, you're a really good fan. These are tough ones. All right, here we go. Top five answers on the board. Give me the Titans' top winning percentage team-wise versus opponents. So your opponent, you have the highest winning percentage on. I'm sorry I said that way wrong. 89%. (laughs) Give me the opponent. No, no. Give me the the opponent. I'll say Houston Texans. The Houston Make that way too complicated, dude. I know, my bad. I said that all wrong. I said it all just combined. I got it. About Houston Texans, Nick, you're still right. And what's the question again? Could you say the question again? Yes, I'll say it. I'll say it hopefully phonetically correctly this time. Um, So give me, I want the top five winning percentages you guys have versus opponents. So So basically, who have you beat them? Who have you beaten the most? Right. Ascent or so your who best are you being the best, percentage. basically? Yeah, it's not, it's not the most; it's the winning percentage. So you know they could have beaten the Texans a bunch of times, but they've also apparently have beaten them too. And they have. Um, <laughs> gosh, I'm with you, Brandon. I'm going to say thinking about this. The Seattle Seahawks. The Seahawks. You're on the right track, but no. <laughs> And you still suck. 
Nick and RJ got to guess. Oh, my gosh. Uh, RJ, you guess. Let me see. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguar. <laughs> the Jacksonville Kitty Cats is correct. I feel like I get getting one correct. I know. You got Then you take the round. Uh, you got to fold up. All right. Jaguars are number four on this list. You guys are 33 and 21 versus them. 611 average. All right, Nick. Guys, got another guess. There's 30 to 31 teams now. There you go. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> and this includes the Houston days, right? Correct. Okay. Woo. Uh, oh. Uh, oh, that's a uh, okay. Let me go on mute there. <laughs> Let me see. That's a lot of teams. <laughs> uh-huh. And um, they were What division were they in then? We were in the, uh, the AFC Central. The, yeah. yeah, the AFC Central with the Steelers and uh Browns, mm-hmm. Bengals. Uh, RJ, um, the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is correct. <laughs> that actually surprised me. I mean, they're on here. They're number three on this list. Twenty-nine. You guys are twenty-nine and seventeen against them. A six hundred thirty average. So, we, all right, we you got you got three and four on the list. You got one, two, and five still remaining. Uh, I'm going to guess Cleveland. Cleveland Browns. Let me see. I got to pick right. some NFC team or something. Oh. One strike remaining. Let me give me the New York Giants. The New York Football Giants. Stop it. Get some help. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Mike and Brandon, you got a chance to steal it. There's number one, two, and five on this list. Let's go with the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens. Was it the Jets? It was not the Jets. Number one on this list, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You are wow. ten and two wow. against the Bucks. Ten and wow. two. Um, the Lions are number two. You're ten and three um, against the Lions. Man. And number five on this list. The New Orleans Saints, nine and six. Uh, I was thinking them. I was thinking them. Wow. All right, look, you guys, Nick and RJ. Shit, I thought we were closing this segment out. We got, we got, a, we got a game now. Here we go. La- question four. Top five answers on the board. Good luck with this. Give me in Titans history sack leaders. Albert, Hain- oh, Javon, Javon Curse. Number four on this list with 52. He was number four? Oh, God. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Wow. Number four? (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It was all those years with the Eagles. (laughs) Yeah. 
Any other All two of them. Guys? I don't know. Any Titans. Yeah, you're, not, you're, you're not guessing, Nick, so that's good. Uh, Mike yeah. and Brandon, any other guesses? Elvin. Let's go Elvin Bethea. Elvin Bethea had a look to make sure. No. What about Cal Vandenbosch? Wrong again. One strike remaining. The Titans need to step up on their history, man. I don't know the Oilers. <laughs> like if, if we would have did just Tennessee history, we would have been good. Yeah, we got all of them. <laughs> gotta, test, gotta test the full knowledge, bro. Gotta gotta go yeah. for it. I need to study up on my oil or something. Brandon and Mike. And these are these are players that played predominantly for the team or yes, all sir. their career okay. for, for the franchise. It was when they oh. were with the franchise. When they were with the franchise. Does, are they the rest of them Oilers or are they all Titans? Any Titans on there? <laughs> I, you know, some of these names I don't even know. So, <laughs> <laughs> does it give the year? Oh, man. I mean, it did. It did when I looked it up, Nick. I didn't write it oh, down. Man. I'm not a damn encyclopedia. All right, well, guys, you got another guess? You got one, Mike. I was going to say the big guy from not too long ago that the big guy, the big dominant dude before Jeff came along. Jerome Casey. Jerome Kate Jernell Casey. That's how, I, that's how I wrote it down. Mm. That I was supposed to say correct there. Yeah, number five, he's number five on the list uh, with fifty one. So you got one, number. two, and three. Yeah, one, two, and three remaining. He was number five. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, and I know this is probably wrong because I don't think he got more sex than Jarrell Casey did, but Mike, you got another answer before I just blurt something out. Brandon, I'll let you go for it. I'm drawing a blank right now. I was going to say Albert Hainsworth. Albert Hainsworth. He went on to the evil empire, that's for sure. All right, Nick and RJ, you guys got a chance to steal it. Do you have a guess? My guess is no, but I'm going to let you try anyway. RJ, this is your team, man. Oh, man. Oh, I don't know who got more sex than them two. Kyle Vandenbosch. Kyle Vandenbosch. Still saying All right, so your answers are Ray Childress, number one, Will, William Fuller was number two, and Sean Jones. If you guys know any of those players, good luck on you. All right, that means Mike and Brandon, you are winners tonight. Congratulations. I'd like to thank the Sports Illustrated Fact Book. And yeah. I want to. I want to thank my mom. So when you read, listen. And for our losers tonight, we have something very special, as we do all our losers.
nothing. You lose. Good day, sir. All right. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed. That was a lot of fun. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about some fantasy prospects. Hey, everyone. It's Commissioner Cooper from TSS Fantasy. Want to give your own fantasy league that extra professional touch? (laughs) Say less. We got you. TSS was based off a show that we did on our own fantasy league. Mike, night, night, sorry, and now possible twinkle. You're on your way. (laughs) Now we want to bring that professional, fun, and creative side to your fantasy league. And you can do it for as low as $5 extra per owner. Oh my. I will guarantee it will increase your interactions within the league, create more fun, friendly banter. And give your league that extra real life feel that you didn't know it needed. to interacting with you and your league soon. Don't forget TSSFantasy.com. Go visit it today. Get signed up. We are the Fantasy Show of the Peak. All right, the Fantasy Show of the People are finally going to talk about fantasy. Are you ready? We ready. That's the, the intro Justin, you alluded to it earlier. Ryan Tannehill last year, number 12 QB. That was without Derrick Henry. Um, And, you know, A.J. Brown was kind of in and out of the lineup. You know about Julio Jones injuries. Ryan Tannehill did a pretty decent job fantasy-wise last year. Like I said, I I see with Derrick Henry coming back healthy full season, he only takes a little bit of a step back. Also, with now losing some weapons, it's only naturally going to go down a little bit. I kind of went opposite on the numbers. Actually, I have him down as 21 this year, right above uh, your boy, Zach Wilson, Justin. What do you think? Um, yeah, no, I, I like him. I don't have my uh, rankings right in front of me right now, but um, I think Tannehill is a good, you know, flex start or super flex start for QB2. Um, he's going to do what he's been doing. You know, he's going to run the ball a little bit. He's going to pass the ball a lot. He's, in my opinion, he's got more weapons now, even though it might not be better weapons than H.A. Brown. He's got more weapons with two solid wide receivers out there. He's got a good tight end who's a little bit more athletic than Ferkser was. And then he's got Derrick Henry, the machine back. And you said taking a step back. Last year I calculated Derrick Henry was on pace for 503 touches. That's fucking nuts. That is fucking nuts nuts um even if he takes a step back to where he was prior to 397 it was still his record season so yeah i'm still drafting derrick henry everywhere and i will take ryan Tannehill as a flyer as my either my qb3 or qb2 
All right, way to skip right to the running back when he didn't come prepare for the quarterback. Nick, what are your thoughts on Ryan Tannehill? Okay, uh, initially I had him at 21, but now as um, just copy my rankings. I mean, how many times we got to go over this? And how many times you got to say it? So uh, I'm going to adjust it. I'm going to put him at number 17, right behind uh, Matt Ryan, just for the simple fact that um, I had I had 17. Uh, at Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson probably not even going to even play this year. So, uh, and then, then the guys I had him ahead of like Jameis Winston, Tua, and Zach Wilson. Uh, just we're looking at, at my list. I think Dan Hill's better. Um, I think he can, he runs his offense better than, than the guys that I had just, just mentioned. So, uh, you know, he is, he is a, a quarterback too. Uh, you could probably get him in probably like the, 10 to 12th round if he he might be a sleeper for you if all the guys that 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 you want to stack with are gone just pick him up and then you can always use him as a streamer if if the guy that you picked uh is on a bye or or injured but again he'll probably get you about 15 16 points a game all right let's do the time constraints we'll just kick it to one of our guests off each one mike what's your thoughts on where we got ryan Tannehill? I think Ray got Tannehill's right about where everybody should get him at this point. I think after the playoff game last year, it really shook a lot of faith in people starting him. So that's natural for a lot of people looking to add somebody at that point. But I do think that he will progress a little bit this season, especially with the addition of the tight ends coming in. He's more prone to being more eccentric with the tight end set. And I think with adding playmakers at that position, that's definitely going to help evaluate his position and you got nowhere to go up but from there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, again, finishing at 12 in an uncertain year is no, no nothing to shake a, shake a stick at for sure. All right, bringing up Derrick Henry, finished 14th in fantasy at running back and played eight, eight games. Listen, we talked about it all offseason. I had him number one all offseason. Uh, we had guests on that were talking junk. And I'm going to tell I'm going to put him back to where he was, because the fact is, when you're playing fantasy, you want consistency. And there is nobody more consistent than Derrick Henry. And so what? Even when he, he went down, your fantasy team should have already been straight enough to handle it. Quite frankly, all the points he put up. Justin, what you think of Derrick Henry's prospects this year? Yeah, so I mean, I, I kind of alluded to it in my quarterback end. Um, I had yeah, I Daniel at QB's. QB 19, but uh, for the sake of getting our guests some time to speak, I'm just going to say I have him at RB7, and I'm very comfortable taking him in the first round. Nick? Uh, I think I have him at uh, RB2, right behind um, Jonathan Taylor. I think he's he's going to stay there. The thing that separates Taylor and Henry is Taylor's receiving ability and the offensive line. So to to insult our guest tonight, you have Ryan, you have Matt Ryan over Ryan Tannehill, and now you also have Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry, like just spitting in their face. All right, RJ, what, is, what do you think your teammate? What, where Numbers don't lie. Hey, you just know the ties, the ties here. All this cold, this cold love, man. This, hey. Fuel, <laughs> can't wait to fuel play in the gas tank. <laughs> we, we can't wait to play them, man. <laughs> no, but I, I like where he put him. I, I would probably be drafting Jonathan Taylor over Derrick Henry from a fantasy standpoint, just because of the receiving. Derrick Henry don't really catch the ball like that. We really just hand it to him thirty plus plus, plus times, so it makes sense. But as I mean, in a, as in real running back rankings, Derrick Henry is the best back in the league. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> To be real, he doesn't need to catch it, bro. All you got to need to do is to <laughs> yeah. honestly. 
Justin, you had something to add? Sorry. Yeah, I was just going to add to um, RJ's point here. Um, last year, before he went down, his receiving was he had 20 targets, which is third for his career, 18 receptions, second for his career, 154 yards, second for his career. They were getting him way more involved in the passing game as well. So that's something definitely – or the receiving game, that's something to look out for. But this year, maybe they utilize him that way, which, I mean, I would do that too. Like, fucking hey, yeah. just get some free yards. <laughs> I, I, do. I, I do recall him catching a screen, taking a house at some point last year. So, yeah, I think I think he hit it right on the head. All right, let's talk about the receivers real quick because this is a real interesting part of it. Robert Woods, I currently have – um, right now at 39 is where I have him ranked. And again, depending on how strong that ACL is when he comes back, that was my bad. I slipped on the dock. That's what I should have had. Um, Traylon Burks got him at 50 only because the uncertainty. Not really sure what he's going to bring to the table yet. So he's just that uncertainty as well. And you brought up Westbrook earlier, um, uh, Justin. I'd like him as a sleeper this year, possibly fitting in another big guy to fit in that offense. Justin, where do you think, friend? Uh, Robert Woods is 38 for me right now, and Burks is 49. Uh, Burks is just a little bit lower than the rest of them just because I, I like the system that the rookies are going into for the other teams more than I like with Burks right now. I think Burks has a solid chance to be good, but at the same time, A.J. Brown was wide receiver 32 last year. So, I mean, for all the talent that he had, he still couldn't break into even that top, you know, too characteristic for a wide receiver on the year. So I think that Burks will probably fill that role, maybe take like a little bit of a step back, maybe not wide receiver, 32, 36 range. But as of right now, he's my 49. And like I said, Woods is, Woods is my low key. He's my guy. That he's a sleeper on this team. He's 38 for me right now. Robert Woods is money anywhere he goes. So I, you know, I do, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him have a big season. Not at all. All right, Nick, what do you think? I'm going to give my guests, uh, the time they deserve. So I'm going to say Woods at 38 and Burks at 48. Okay, Brandon, that's up to you, my friend. We're going to you now. What do you think of where we got these receivers at? I think that's fair. I think, you know, coming off an ACL for Robert Woods is I, it's just skeptical. I think it's, it's, it's uh, human nature to be skeptical. Same thing for uh, Traylon Burks. I, I'm very skeptical right now. It's just hard. You know, your first year as a receiver coming in and you know, like, you're here to replace A.J. Brown. I think that's, yeah. that, that comes with its own pressure. But I don't want to steal the show from receivers. Derrick Henry is the best running back in the NFL. I don't care about any about the running yards. They got the best O line out in Indy, and 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 Derrick Henry would have ran for twenty three hundred yards had he not got hurt. He was getting that much. And we talk about the passing game. The man is he has worked on it. He is catching the ball out the backfield. He is doing the screens. He's not running no routes or anything like that. But people lay off of him because they don't expect to catch it. He'll catch it. Next thing you know, he's stiff on him. He's going 50 yards down the field. He is the best back, and he is the only somebody that I've watched probably the last five or ten years that has gotten me excited about practice videos. If you watch Derrick Henry practice this week, you got excited seeing him practice. He looks like he is on a mission. I, he is the best back in the NFL, and I will go to my grave saying that. We're talking I mean, about practice. We're talking it's about not, practice. Not even, not even the practice. I mean, look at the guy's workout videos are fun to watch. Exactly. I mean, yeah. Nobody works harder than that guy. I've seen him running up hills with parachutes on, yeah. all kind of stuff on, man. This guy is money when it matters. Derrick Henry, by far, we're on. We're talking about receiver. Now you got me going on. Now you just got me on. <laughs> number one all day. <clears throat> Talk about tight end real quick. Austin Hooper, I got him 26. 
again, not really sure where he's going to fit in this offense. Um, my, Ryan Tannehill did a good job, decent job, getting Gusecki the ball, but we're in a different offense and a different time, so I'm just not really sure where Austin Hooper fits. Maybe could be that sleeper tight end, to be honest, but who knows. Justin, real quick before we close out, what you got on Austin Hooper? Uh, 24. Uh, you kind of just hope that he becomes a red zone target. Um, that's pretty much it. You're kind of hoping that maybe Robert Woods sticks to the Robert Woods role where he gets you downfield, but he doesn't really get you in the end zone and Hooper finishes off in the end zone. But, uh, yeah, I'm not really too optimistic about Hooper. Um, tied in 24. Mick, anything to add? Anything special to Austin Hooper? 27. All right. Pretty much not. All right. So, guys, listen, I want to give you guys some time. We have our we have our Titans guest in the house, and I want to give you guys the opportunity to let our listeners know where they can find all your great stuff at. So, Mike, we'll start with you. Let everyone know where they can follow you, subscribe, all that good stuff, my friend. Well, Kamish, thanks for having me on the show. Justin, Nick, it's great to talk to you guys as well as RJ and Brandon. You guys are phenomenal fans, and I'm just glad to be on here and just enjoy the experience of it. So, guys, if you're looking for my show, find me at the Power Hour 615 on Facebook, Twitter, and Twitch. And I'm also on YouTube at the Power Hour Tennessee Titans if you type it in. Just don't forget to like, subscribe, smash the like button. I'm here to entertain you. That's what I'm here for. I'm for the people, by the people, and sometimes with the people. Man, you, you sound like you're part of this show already. Yeah. Right. Sign him up. I know. You've already got a spot. Uh, RJ, my friend, where we can find all your great stuff, sir? Uh, well, I'm actually new to this podcasting thing. I'm, I'm just now starting you know, making a come up. So uh, right now I'm doing I'm starting off in the AFC South uh, podcast. So uh, it's, a, it's a little group that we have where it's nothing but AFC South. Uh, you know, we got Coach Jaguars, Texans fans, and they're all in there talking trash as it is. Um, yeah, you know, I, mean, we always, I always hold my own. Uh, but I am starting a podcast called Rise of the Titans. I'm going to try to, you know, uh, do you know be on other people's podcasts? I watch uh, Titan Anderson, Power Hour. I watch uh, I watch a lot of people, you know. So uh, uh, everything you know starting up new. So <laughs> yeah, indeed. Well, you did great tonight. We appreciate you having you in here. Everyone, go follow RJ as well. All right, Brandon, where can we find your stuff at, friend? So I am not a podcaster. I will be on podcasts, and I will, you know, and I'd love to come on as a guest, but I don't have the energy to do my own podcast, at least quite yet. But I am on Twitter, BG901. I am a genuine, authentic fan. So I am honest, both positive and negative. So if you go back to that, that last playoff game, it was a lot of negative coming out. Coming out <laughs> that. that is okay. But anyway, um, I'm Brandon Galloway everywhere, BG901 on Twitter. Um, I love to love to meet up with folks and talk, uh, you know, have civilized conversations about our football teams. Indeed, guys, if you're watching, or excuse me, watch it. If you're listening or whatever, get on Twitter, follow my man Brandon, did a great job tonight. Guys, we're out for tonight. Tomorrow, we are, excuse me, Wednesday, we're hitting up the great state of Indiana. We appreciate you guys and we <laughs> are out. Oh, <laughs> we're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission. We're on a mission.
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 